Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? What are you doing? No, hanging out. <laughs> hanging out with you. Just chilling in this in this room. Um, so I do feel like we need to a couple things. First of all, I need to make a correction, kind of like you did last week. Okay. We're not always perfect. You asked me where in the Boy Meets World episode did Andrew Keegan as Ronnie and Topanga go on their date? I said they were in the Magic Kingdom because I thought they could see the castle. I was wrong. You were 100% wrong. <laughs> Whatever. You didn't know either. You backed me up. But you did say Epcot initially. And you were right. They had dinner at the Coral Reef restaurant, which you said you've not been to because no. it's kind of bougie. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah. I'm like a, I'm a table service. I'm not a signature level diner at Disney World. You're, you're a corn dog kind of gal, yeah. not a coral reef. Um, but yeah, so I just, I needed to get that out of the way first. But then second of all, related to Andrew Keegan, is it possible that he might have some sort of mystical power beyond what we talked about? I think so. Why do we think that? Because our, not to brag, but maybe a little brag, mm-hmm. our Emmy award-winning Producer Bob. That's right. Ran Emmy. into Andrew Keegan. Yeah. On like, right after we posted our episode. Two days later. And they had this wonderful exchange. By the way, producer Bob has not like paid me or anything to say these nice things. He said he Andrew Keegan was lovely, but <laughs> producer Bob's daughter kind of like lost her shit. And like maybe she was like she felt the power and maybe was trying she to fight was fangirling it. over Andrew Keegan's babeness or Maybe he's, like, telekinetic. We don't know. We don't know. But he was wearing a fedora. He was. And he didn't have an acoustic guitar, but it was amazing. Nor a pan flute that we know of. Yeah. I am jealous. It was, it was, it was too much. It was too much for us. Um, but I think we should probably introduce our guest. We're being very rude. Yes, we're being really awkward. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> we do. <laughs> um, we, we do have a guest with us. We have David Smithyman. Yay! Hello, hi. Hi, happy to be here. Um, he is your huge fan of today's babe. I am a huge, I'm a lifelong huge fan of today's <laughs> babe. Of today's babe. Okay, so I have a brief bio. Okay. You approved it. So I did, you, so I'm ready for it. Okay. Um, originally hailing from Australia, which you actually kind of hate Australia, but we can talk about that later. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, <laughs> David is an executive story editor on ABC's Fresh Off the Boat. He's also appeared on several episodes of the nightly show with Larry Wilmore, as well as being a stand-up. Uh, David has an eclectic tattoo collection, most recently getting the key art for Silence of the Lambs on his shoulder. Oh, and the greatest Simpsons tattoo. Yes, it's <laughs> Lurleen Lumpkin. That's, that's how you guys like, initially bought it. Yes. Um, finally, and really the main reason, your main credential for why we wanted you to be a guest today, um, is that David has the uncanny ability to know the exact moment a heartthrob appears shirtless in a movie. So welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you so much. You've got skills. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a lot of practice, yeah. you know, and it was years of not really having a lot of friends and staying in and watching movies and, yeah, yeah. the internet. Yeah, all those things. Yeah, research. They led, they led to your abilities. Yeah. Um, okay, now, assuming you've heard our podcast, I'm sure you're a I big have. fan. Um, I am. I'm sure you've come prepared to answer my question I have for I'm you. I'm ready. What are you fanboying over this week? I am fan—this week I am fanboying uh, over—I don't know if you guys have seen this show, uh, The Great British Baking Show. 
I've heard about it. I've heard great things. Have not seen you it. You haven't watched it? I have no. not watched it. Because they're doing like an American version, right? I don't recognize that version. <laughs> and I will not watch it. Okay, because okay, they are. But tell us more. I, I watched the British version, which is the original and the best. Okay. And there, I think there's three seasons available on Netflix. Okay. Um, and it is, I, I'm not, I don't bake, nor do I cook or uh, anything. Yeah, me either. Um, and so I thought, I'm not going to like this show, which is just baking. But then I, st- I watched one, and before I knew it, I, I watched I watched all three seasons. <laughs> um, I was watching them, like, back to back, and I, like, couldn't stop. And uh, no one, my husband, Stephen, wouldn't watch them with me. Uh, so I watched them alone. Um, but Similar to Days of Your Youth. That's yeah. right. Yeah, uh-huh. So I, I fell right back into it. Yeah. Um, but it is my, it has become one of my favorite things to watch. Like, why is it so compelling? Yeah, is it soothing? Ooh. It is soothing. You're right. It is soothing and calming, and there's no. Fu- it takes place in a beautiful, in like a tent out in the English countryside, <laughs> and so you're in like the in the woods, and there's like birds and butterflies, and <laughs> and these people come in a, in a lovely kitchen, and they all bake, and each have an oven, a little area. No one fights with each other. No one's really competing. Um, it sounds like your kind of competition, show, yeah. Natalie. Like everyone's just supportive. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So someone's like, "Oh, I don't have butter," and someone else will be like, "We have butter for you," and they'll like, give it to them. <laughs> you can have mine. It's so nice and lovely. And I think in a, it's like right now our, you know, the country and the world is so like chaotic, uh-huh. and so it's nice to when you your only worry for like twenty minutes is like whether or not like the cake will rise or not, <laughs> yeah. you know, or whether or not they proofed it enough in the proofing tray. I didn't, I did <laughs> what not is know that? Was I don't even know until, what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a tray, from what I can tell, visually, <laughs> it's a tray <laughs> underneath the oven where you put um, the thing you're going to bake in there for an amount of time that they don't <laughs> really ever specify. <laughs> sometimes it's too much, sometimes it's too little. Um but you just put it in there and then you close it. And I don't know. It doesn't seem to do anything. Okay. But you need to do it. It's like a holding it, cell uh, for exactly. your cake. And okay. if you don't that do sense. that, it's a disaster. <laughs> so it's also educational. You're learning. Yeah. I've learned. I have a huge now theoretical knowledge of baking. <laughs> theoretical. I, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> never practically d- tried to use any of it. But I now know, you know, if you're trying to make like phyllo pastry, for instance. Yeah. I learned, which I, I'm in. Uh, I'm um, going to. You have to um, do eight layers of butter. So you Whoa. put the butter on and then you freeze it and then you do it again with another layer of paper. You do keep on doing it. And then so you keep on rubbing this like layer of butter and then rolling it into a big like thing. Sounds so you get eight layers Dean. of butter and pa- it's amazing. Butter and dough. Yeah. But do people get eliminated or it's just like lovely, let's bake together in the they're, woods? They're politely asked to leave. Like the one person is <laughs> politely asked to leave at the end of every episode. <laughs> But everyone cries. It's very sad. (laughs) When when you're ready, (laughs) just whenever, whenever you feel like it, and then you can go. Um, Well, I'll have to check that out. Is it still on in England? Like, are there are they releasing new seasons? Yeah, there are many seasons ahead. I googled it. There are many seasons ahead. Um, So I don't know why we only have three access to three, but we do. I do believe there is an American version. Um, I watched one episode and I will not talk about it. <laughs> okay. like I'm sure watch it was just a disaster. <laughs> just it wasn't soothing. It's just, you know when it's, you know when, you know, remember in Roseanne when they replaced, uh, was it Becky? Becky? Yeah. Replaced Becky with that other Becky. And I was like, ugh, like, <laughs> I don't, there's something that's not right. I don't yeah. recognize this Becky. Exactly. Yeah, and that's I how it. I felt about, they had the lady from uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding mm-hmm. as like the quirky 
host, like making oh. jokes. And I was like, oh, like, this is like. <laughs> me, me imagining an American version, like a polite, tense situation. I was just imagining like, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Like yeah. they're just in the wilderness with a giant tent, like <laughs> no. crying, trying to bake things. No, it would be terrible. But yeah, then I don't think it, might, it doesn't, I don't think it would work for an American like. No. Like no. people are too competitive and they're too used to winning. Yeah. And, they, you and know, impatient. And impatient. Yeah. And we don't ask anyone to politely leave. I mean, we might ask you to politely leave if, if this doesn't go well. But other than that, um, what about you, Natalie? What are you fangirling over? Well, I think we're fangirling over the same thing, but Probably. just a, a little extra one. Ooh. Um, so the internet has these photos of Jeff Goldblum. He was in Australia in a food truck called Chef Goldblum. Uh-huh. And I just want to say he's looking Fine. Really? Jeff yeah. Goldblum? He looks so better. good. How old yeah. do you think Jeff? Didn't he just have a baby? Yeah, with a much younger woman mm. who I think is dressing him because oh. he's like looking so handsome. That Always a sense. leather jacket. Yeah. Notice that? Always. Yeah. Did you see these photos? I did see them. I don't know how I saw them, but I did. <laughs> as soon as you said it, I was like, oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> the internet. Yeah, the internet. Were you like, oh, he's in Australia, I don't care? I did have a weird, I did have a moment of being like, ugh. <laughs> Get away from him. Like, <laughs> don't touch my man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even really care about him. I, know. But I was like, oh, Jeff. Get, get out, out of there. there. What are you doing? Um, what else? What, how, do you want to? Well, I think you really want to talk about it more than me. But last week we saw Kelly Oxford do a book talk. Yes. And Busy Phillips was asking the questions. And yes. if you listen to the show, you know that's Marin's queen. My queen. Um, yes. So we go to this event, which was weirdly 47 feet from our office, like 47 feet from our podcast studio. Yeah, we have no like, idea. How do we kidnap these two women and get them to like do an episode of the show? But so we go to this thing. It's Natalie, myself, and Natalie's uh, wonderful roommate, Roger. And... It was kind of strange. We're like in an auditorium listening to them basically. A small school auditorium. A small school auditorium. Basically do an episode of Fangirl Friday. So that's yeah. what I felt a like we were version. watching. Yes, a much funnier, um, much like, you know, wealthier episode of, <laughs> of Fangirl Fridays. But so during this presentation, Busy is asking Kelly about her new book, um, which is all kind of about, it's like anxiety stories. Um, and she's like a very large crystal sitting next to her. She talks about her friendship with Spencer Pratt. I was like, yes, I'm in on all of these things. But during the questioning, they talk about Oprah because Kelly is, has dedicated her book to her her two favorite things, which are McDonald's and Oprah. and Oprah. And so Busy then proceeds to tell this story about how she goes to Nate Berkus's wedding, and she knows that she's going to have her Oprah moment. And she's in the bathroom. Oprah comes in. She, like, proceeds to wash her hands for 10 minutes to, like, try and get her Oprah moment. <laughs> and then her friend— kind of jumps in and like introduces herself to Oprah and Busy's like, oh shit, this is not my Oprah moment. This is Irene's Oprah moment. I gotta go. And the whole time, if you guys have listened to episode one, this is my story about Busy Phillips. Like I was in a bathroom with her at a wedding last year. Like my my brain is exploding <laughs> the whole time. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is it. This is my in. Like I have something valuable to talk to her about. So Afterwards, we wait in line to like get our book signed by Kelly. I am like breezing past Kelly at this point. I'm like, 
have no th- have nothing of <laughs> you value. Trying to be cool, but you, I could tell you were frantic. You I were like, so I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> no, I was so frantic. I was sweating like so bad, um, which actually was beneficial to me later. But you then, you're talking to Kelly about Jean Benet. Roger was talking about things. McDonald's. Jean Benet. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about this. Jean Benet is one of my favorite things to talk about. Um, but I was like, all right. So the main thing is we're there for, for Kelly, but sort of like a subline develops to speak to Busy. <laughs> And I was like, I'm just going to fucking get in this line, and I'm going to do it. But I had to go to the bathroom real bad first. I walked into the bathroom. All the lights were off. I thought I was going to get murdered. It was kind of a weird omen. Um, and I was like, you need to calm down. And so kind of like pat myself up in, in, the, in the mirror a little bit. Roger also had to go to the bathroom so badly, but he was like, I don't want to miss this. I don't yeah. want to miss <laughs> you talking to her. So we get in this sub line, and she's being just lovely and delightful. Yeah, like having conversations with everyone. Yeah. Rocking a great, like, jean onesie. Yeah. Like, she looked awesome. And then it's your turn. Oh, and Roger and I are with you, and we're about to introduce ourselves, and we stop. Like, no, we're not going to ruin Marn's moment again. <laughs> so we let you have it. Um, yeah, so we, I, like, get up to her. <laughs> again, I am profusely sweating. Like, I sweat normally, and it's also like I'm wearing an inappropriate sweater. Like, I didn't need to have that <laughs> sweater on. But so I get up there, and I was like, hey, you know, I'm Marin. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm Marin, and I just wanted to tell you that your story about Oprah is basically my story about you. So essentially, I just called her Oprah. Like, I told her that she was like my, my Oprah. Oprah. Yeah. She loved it. She was dying. <laughs> but um, again, so last summer we went to this wedding. We have mutual friends. Uh, and my husband was like a groomsman. Like, it was a whole thing. And so I tell her that, you know, I was in the bathroom. First of all, I kind of creeped her out, maybe creeped her out a little bit because at the wedding she was wearing this polka dot dress and I almost bought the same polka dot dress. And I did this like, I'm like, oh, you were wearing this dress at the wedding. Sorry. Like, I was like, I know this is creepy that I remember this. <laughs> yeah, you went too far yeah, and then like, reeled oh, it back. Damn it. Um, Here's a photo I took of you at the wedding. <laughs> pretty much. Um, <laughs> so, you know, and I'm telling her this whole thing and I was like, yeah, and then we were in the bathroom. And I was just about to introduce myself, and then you started—a woman asked you if you were going to the Tonys, and you said you were going with Michelle. And I was like, nope, gotta go. Like, I don't want to bust in on this Michelle Williams story. And then I told her how um, Eric's boss, like, ended up introducing me, whatever. And she was, like, loving it. And then, you know, and then it's like, oh, we have mutual friends. So then she's asking me about the mutual friends. And I was like, oh, we are—we have moved into actual conversation mode. I'm just going to push this as far as I can go. And— all in all, how long do you, I did finally introduce you. I yeah. introduced you and Roger. Yeah. How, I would say it was five to ten minutes. Wow. Yeah. It was lengthy. That's a lot. We yeah. were like, and then she, I was like. You kept it together. I was super proud. And then I was like, oh, my God, I'm sweating. And she's like, she said something. And I was just like, oh, no, I, I do this all the time. And she was like, me too. And I'm like, I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it, was, it was everything I wanted it to be. It was delightful. And then she was like, I'm so glad we finally had our moment. Uh, like, you know, I'm sure I'll see you, like, at our mutual friends, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, when she's on our show. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and it was it was wonderful. But the best part is that after, Roger then, like, well, went in three of us, yeah. over her husband because her husband, Mark, wrote Never Been Kissed. 
And Which we all love. love. Oh. Yeah. And so he like busts in. He was like, um, hello. Just so you know, that movie sort of changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> so like all in all, it was a delightful. It was a super fangirl experience. <laughs> it was super fangirl. It was a delightful experience. It was like, you know how they're always like, never meet your heroes. I don't know. This case, met it. It was great. It was wonderful. Met it. Met it. Um, but that's it. That's what I'm fangirling over this week and for story. the rest that of my good. life. Yeah, no more fangirling from you. You're done. <laughs> Ever. I'm yep. cut off. Just, Just me now. It. It's Just so you. rare to have a good fan encounter, I feel like. Like a good like fan yeah. idol encounter. That's well, so, so rare. And it was kind of funny, too, because during the presentation, some woman— they, they talked a lot about social media because they're both like very active on social. And this other woman was like, yeah, you know, I feel like I know you— you know, because of all this stuff, whatever. And I was like, back off, bitch. <laughs> she is myself. Um, I was like, no, no, no. No, she's um, mine. Yeah. I was like, no, we both sweat a lot. Uh, and we have the same Minnie Mouse ears that we were at Disney. Things are happening. Guys, you don't understand the bond. Yeah, you don't understand. But yeah, so it was kind of, it was a nice segue too, because it was like, she acknowledged that, you know, she really kind of puts herself out there and like that's really who she is. And so she and she said she was like, I like talking to people, you know, who come up and are like, oh, my God, I love, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, well, you're going to regret saying that because I'm busting it. Yeah. <laughs> but it was great. It was delightful and, and everything I wanted it to be. But good for you. Thanks. That's that's that. So we should Sh- probably talk about. Like, why David's here <laughs> Yeah, instead David, of just yeah. talking about busy Phillips. I mean, we could. We could have a whole episode. Um, okay, but again, back to our topic at hand. So we've talked about the Lawrence brothers. Can I, on that top, not to throw you no, off track. One, you are welcome. Again, throw me off track. But I brought in a special thing. Oh, yes, an artifact. David oh, is an artifact. artifact. An artifact. Uh-huh. You can't see it on the on the radio. Yeah, but great, great for We'll take a photo of it. Yeah. I don't know. You should take a look at it and take a look at what it <gasps> oh says. Oh, my God. Natalie's straight up. <laughs> Wait, is this like autographed? Yes, it is. Okay, guys, I'm looking at, it appears to be about the size of an old uh, like TV guide. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a Disney Adventures the magazine for kids. You could mm-hmm. get them at the grocery by the checkout. You could. Yes. Counter, yeah. Or you could have a subscription where Ooh. they mailed it to you. If you were a cool <laughs> rich kid. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> On the cover is Mr. Joey Lawrence uh, with Apu from Aladdin. You mean Abu? Yes, thank you. Oh. Um, <laughs> embarrassing for <laughs> you. <laughs> um, but it is signed. Mm-hmm. What does it say? Just best wishes? It says David, comma, Best wishes, Joey Lawrence. <laughs> Natalie is aggressively grabbing well, for it. It needs to be known that he's wearing a vest with no shirt and holding an apple. Yes, very in the style of Aladdin. Yes. And he's not even in Aladdin. No, so it's no. a strange the voice. choice. Nothing. It very doesn't weird. appear in any oh way. So, so how did this happen? Yeah. So this so this uh, magazine, um, when I was I went to Disneyland for the first time when I was eight and I went with my mum and we went and they were selling these uh, at Disneyland at the time, um, and I remember seeing—I didn't know who Joey Lawrence was, but I saw— what? Sorry. I, I was eight. I don't know who that was. Okay. But I saw that he was not wearing a shirt <laughs> under his vest, <laughs> and I, could, I didn't know why at the time, but I was like, I must have that. Uh-huh. So I must have that. So I told my mom, I was like, please, can I have that? <laughs> and so she bought it for me, um, and then I got a subscription every year for my birthday after that. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I loved the magazine so much, and I loved him. Um, and then my friend ended up writing an episode of Melissa and Joey, 
And so I went to the taping and he was there and uh, looking very different. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> We've discussed. But, uh-huh. uh, but, but I, my, I told my friend, I was like, please, can I, can I just ask, can I just ask Joey to sign my thing? And so we gave it to him and he like was, I think, genuinely surprised <laughs> to see it. Yeah. And then he, he like showed it to everybody, all the crew. And so he was like, oh, look, this is what, you know, um, and then he and then he signed it for me, and that was that. I, I said two words, maybe. I was like, "Oh, thank you." you know. And he gave it to me, and that was it. But it was weird to be so close to up close to him Did after being. He, was he shirtless? Yeah. He was not. Sh- he was shirtless in the episode at one point. So I have a question: How do you feel about his pecs? <laughs> oh yeah, because you, you, you te- they terrify yeah, you. Yeah. Um, I they don't I'm fine with them. I've I feel like I've been fine with them forever. Um, <laughs> he did get he went through that brotherly love phase where he got too muscular. Yeah. Uh, he became like extremely muscular, mm-hmm. and I think that phase has remained. And I I liked him back circa a little squishy, blossom. Yeah, where he's a little he's in shape, but he's not like he doesn't have that weird, like yeah yeah. yeah. He's not oiled up. He's not exactly. He's not like old, like like a like an old uh, circus muscle man. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah. If only he had Bronzed like the and pencil, like <laughs> mustache. a candlebar mustache. Yeah. Perfect. Um, well, that's delightful. Yeah, Did, so was it everything you hoped it would be? Yeah. I mean, it was. You know, he he looked almost unrecognizable. So it yeah. was it was from the person on the magazine um as time will do. But uh but it was still it was a nice like full circle moment for me. Well, and I liked that he seemed like pleasantly surprised and happy yeah, about like excited to see this flashback. Yeah. He was genuinely like very nice and and very friendly and and uh and polite and yeah. How are his eyebrows? Uh, I, you know, I would, <laughs> he was, he was extremely, I'll say again, extremely nice. He had a doll's face, weirdly, like okay. a face oh, of a doll no. uh-huh. where it was like, I don't, he, he clearly has had some something work done. Mm-hmm. Um, a little tighter. T- I think it's the, it's the eyes are, the eyes are a little different. The brow is a little different. Yeah. Um, so he has, it almost it looks a little paint, like a painted face, like a doll's painted face. Okay. But he was very friendly. And <laughs> you and, That's what matters. You and uh, Emmy Award winning uh, producer Bob are both very gracious in trying to distance yourself from me and Natalie like, shitting on people. Uh, we appreciate it, though. Yeah, we, yeah, right, run into we appreciate him again. it. Yeah. Lovely man. Lovely man. Painted doll's face, but a lovely man. <laughs> Delightful. Um, well, thank you. So we will take a photo of it. We will put it on our Instagram so you right. guys can see it. But um, I'm surprised it's not in like a like a plastic sleeve. Yeah. Or it framed. should be. It should yeah. be. Well, I want to frame it, but my husband won't let me frame it and put it on the wall because <laughs> he says it sort of is, sends a strange message. But I uh-huh. think that's, you know, I think I'll do it maybe for my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. You treat yourself. Um, okay. So we've, we've talked about the Lawrence Brothers, obviously much beloved um, <laughs> by by many. We talked about Andrew Keegan last week, but we would just be remiss. We would just ha- have been under a rock, right, if the person True. we were going to talk about today wasn't mentioned. So if you grew up in the 90s, it was JTT. It was Jonathan Taylor Thomas. He was the babe. Mm-hmm. You couldn't go anywhere, right, without seeing JTT on like a, like a bop. Or, or a tiger beat, a tiger beat, or on TV, or in the movies, everywhere. Um, but what I want to know is where David did your love for JTT begin? 
Um, I think mine, I think it must have been home improvement. So I actually want to know about this. So obviously, as we mentioned, you grew up in Australia. Yep. Like, were you guys behind? Like, what was the cycle of when you would get those shows, things like that? Yeah. We always were and are still behind um, <laughs> with most things. Um but yeah, we 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 got it in we got it in Cinder. No, I guess it was it was still on when we okay. were watching it, because I would have been about eleven, maybe okay. ten or eleven. And he, I think he and I, I think, are similar in age. Okay, I think. Yeah, I think he's maybe a couple years older. He's than a couple you. years mm-hmm. older than me, I think. And so I think when I was watching Home Improvement, he was about Randy was about my age. Gotcha. Okay. Uh-huh. So we must have gotten a couple years late, but um, but I would watch that every day. And I, I think it was for in retrospect just watching it for him, uh-huh. where he is very different to me as, as like me as a kid, where he was like blonde and tanned and uh, and like willing to break rules, uh-huh. and I that's I was like very pale and and <laughs> he sounds, and he he sounds the very Australian. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna <laughs> say. Like quintessential Australian. You might and have you... tapped into some sort of weird yeah, <laughs> psychological thing for me. Um, but I wanted, I think I wanted to be him and also I wanted to sort of be married to him. Got to seduce him as well. Mm-hmm. Seduce him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so I think that was it. It started there. And then, and then as I went through puberty, like when I was like, you know, 11 or 12, everyone's like, you start to notice, you know, like, you know, I was supposed, everyone else was noticing, you know, Britney Spears and yeah. all that sort of stuff. And, and, uh, and I, I, I think locked into, JTT and like Devin Sawa and mm-hmm. like uh, yep. the Wild Lawrence America. Brothers and Leo and Wild America was a huge, huge moment for me. <laughs> Do you remember when they before VHS when you had a movie on VHS? If you rented it, sometimes there, there, there would be trailers on the VHS yes. before your movie started. And I remember one of them. The trailer was Wild America, and I think I did not. I don't even remember what movie I was going to watch, nor any movie after that for a <laughs> period, because I could only focus on what I thought was the most amazing, going to be the most amazing movie. Where there was there was a couple scenes where, um, there was a couple scenes where people were like going to the they were like they were on their way to the beach, or and then someone like I think there was one scene where like Devin Sawa had like a, a button down that was like. <laughs> loosely buttoned and I was like in <laughs> my brain as like a 12 year old I was like that means there's definitely going to be shirtless scenes in this movie <laughs> they might go to the beach where you'll see everybody shirtless all at once which would be amazing um, so <laughs> what is the name the of days. the other guy in that movie I don't know does is it, it matter? Is it Bearstow? Is that him? Yeah, like lost. It does not matter. Yeah, but does anyone like lost that to time? Part? That poor, yeah. that poor. Gent. I honestly didn't see Wild America until I was nine, eighteen or nineteen, mm-hmm. and I w- I felt inappropriate the way I felt toward <laughs> Devon Sawa and those tight white tees. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he had a run. Yep. Yeah. You actually, guys, we will get to TT, but David, David is a. You are. You have so much knowledge on this topic uh, all around. Can you? You have a, a Devin Sawa connection to your husband. Yes, my. I love that. This is how I knew that David and I were going to be friends. I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. store this away mentally. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband and I met um, when I was running a trivia night in Brooklyn, like five or six years ago, and. Um, and I would pick the theme for this trivia night at a bar, and people would come, and, and we would do it, whatever. Nice. The theme for that week was um, 90s heartthrobs, which so you guys would have killed we would it. Yeah. Um, 
but it, people were very into it, and then and uh, and I I was like I did this one thing where the bar would make me pour shots for people if they got certain questions right, and I'm I don't know why I had to do it, but <laughs> I had to do it as the host of the trivia, so um, which is probably illegal I think as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I would do this thing where I'd put an image up on a projector and then the first person in the audience to shout out who it was would get a free shot. And so the one I had selected uh, for the night was Devin Sawa. Um, and so I put it up there and I was like, I'm going to have to be quick with this. So yeah. I was like ready to like spot whoever was who was going to say it first. Um, and I put it up and there was just silence. I mean, who How are these people? They? That's what, exactly. There was just and there was all, this like a the Casper right. photo or like a Slackers photo? It was the ghost. Photo. It was circa, <laughs> that was a trick question. Yeah, trick it was question. circa like, uh, like, like now and then. Oh, okay, oh, good. People should um, know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but there was like a lot of people in the right age group, you know. So I was like, uh, but no one got it. And then, and then maybe like t- ten seconds goes by, and then I heard one voice very faintly in the back, sort of sheepish, like. It's Devin Sawa. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, okay. So we stopped him. We said, whoever said that, you have to come to the front very publicly and I'll pour you this shot. (laughs) Very publicly. And so this (laughs) man so sheepishly came up and that was Stephen and we got married. We're getting married uh, in a month. It's amazing. (laughs) Devin Sawa brought you together. I know. I love it. What a lovely lovely man. Wild Wild America. It's all coming full circle. I know. It's, yeah. Um, Okay. So I think what we should probably do is we we should talk about JTT's career, right? Please. Um, yeah, we're <laughs> going to just go through the highlights. Do you want to kick it off? Okay. A lot of, a lot of voice work yeah. you'll see is a big theme. I was surprised. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize his first big role was in The Adventures of Spot as the voice of Spot, I mean, which is title character. cartoon. There are a ton of kids' books based on this dog. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then from there, like pre-home improvement, he was on The Brady's, not The Brady Bunch, That's The Brady's. Right, the spin-off. Mm-hmm. As someone's oh. kid, Kevin Brady. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about yeah, that. I don't think it did that well. I don't think so isn't either. Isn't it Greg and... Isn't it Greg, <laughs> and, Greg Mar- and Marsha? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought too. I was like, Greg and Marsha get married and then they have a kid. <laughs> That's our fan fiction. Um, we'll talk about that later. Uh, yeah. Weird. Strange. Yeah. But he was one of their kids? Yeah. Okay. Kevin. He was a Brady. He doesn't mm. look like a Kevin. He doesn't. No. no. Uh, but then Home Improvement immediately after, like, mm-hmm. huge success. Mm-hmm. Blowing up. Yeah. And then The Lion King. Yeah. Yep. Young Simba. Young Simba. I mean, okay, so I loved Home Improvement. My family watched it together. Um, we watched it sort of in real time. But when we were prepping for this episode, I was watching a lot of clips, and Natalie made a very excellent point. So Randy— is not your typical middle child. Like, so we did our Stephanie Tanner, Jam Brady episode, and middle children tend to be right, very like pleaser. You know, they're pay trying attention to, like, to me, pay attention to me, but also like, uh, like, is everyone okay? Like, trying to, you know, play peacemaker but he's a little like bit. The cool, smart, yeah, mm-hmm. wise ass. He's like an antagonist. Yep. He's always like he's pranking. He's, he's always pranking Mark. <laughs> he always be pranking Mark. <laughs> the one of the clips that I saw was when Mark, poor Mark, he like broke his dad's wrench and then. <laughs> Brad and Randy, Brad and Randy told told him that like, oh no, like that's what happened to our old brother, and then they got rid of oh, him, and that's that how we one. got you, and like, they're so little. That's and just an adorable. older brother thing to do, though. Yes. Like the oldest brother. Yeah, I think it's just because Brad was dumb. Yeah. He was dumb. Yeah, he was and he cute had, like, though. The, 
the mullet, the super blonde but mullet. All that trauma, I think, is what made Mark a goth in later seasons. Yeah. I think it was because well, of all those pranks earlier. In real life, Mark married a much older lady. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah he, and then he opened a vegan restaurant, right? <laughs> yes. I think he still exists. He's living a life. He's living a life. <laughs> but so, I mean, as Randy, he was incredibly smart. Mm-hmm. incredibly antagonistic. He was always giving his parents a hard time. But all in all, he was like a very good kid, I think. Which is everything that appeals to like a young girl. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's like a little bit bad, but like not bad enough like to he like go to jail. Mom. Yeah. Yeah, thoughtful. Then, uh, do you guys remember the episode where they thought he had cancer? No. When, yeah. which, when is that? <laughs> It's aggressive. This is Mars. Yeah, it's a little bit later. It's not, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's, that's your spec script that you've been weird. putting around town. It's the reunion. No, but they like think something's wrong with him and they're being really, really nice to him. They like they let him skip school and like take him out to breakfast and he's like, Oh, if I didn't know better, like I would think I was dying and they're all like, Ooh. and it ends up being fine. Like everything's fine. But it's very emotional and he he really got to show it was his probably acting chops. around the time where like cancer episodes were a trend. Nine oh two one oh did it. They need to be Brenda a trend. had breast cancer. Oh yeah. And, mm. and by the end, no, she's fine. Yeah. What a terrible that's cancer scares. Cancer scares. My favorite genre. Yeah, nothing like a good cancer scare in a sitcom. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? That's awful. That's so terrible. But then Wilson, he kind of gave some sort of advice, and that was it was all fine in the end? Right. Yeah, it was all fine in the end. Mm. He was fine. He cured cancer. Fix, no. That's right. <laughs> nothing, nothing Wilson could have fixed. Um, but, yeah, he was – I mean, that's really where he, like, exploded because that show was super popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, and, and – I feel like Zachary Ty Bryan, same thing, Brad. Like, he was a, a heartthrob, not on the same level no. oh, as no your TT. No, no idea. But I do feel like <laughs> David was like, like, we're disgusted. Yeah, yeah. Just looking at you. Um, no, thank you. But I do feel like there was a, a sliver of the population that was like, oh, yeah. I get in. I get in. It was like Brad. the older sister that was too old for JTT <laughs> had to settle for him. It's like when totally. you like the Jonas Brothers yeah. and you have to go for Kevin. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or who's who's is it Isaac? Who's the old? Oh, the handsome. Yeah. It's like how I felt about New Kids on the Block, and it's only because Joey McIntyre was the youngest, and was like I, it was inappropriate for me as a six year old to like like Danny or something like that. Like, yeah. like, I guess I'll like this one because he's like <laughs> the, baby. the closest to my age. Yeah. yeah, it's the inverse of that. So, yes, now we move into The Lion King. Yeah. Like, what? literally the biggest movie yeah, of the first five years of the 90s. is on the cover of Disney Adventures sometimes. That's right, yeah. with Simba. It's him yeah. and Simba, right? And mm-hmm. I also recently watched he did something at Disneyland um, to, like, introduce the Indiana Jones ride. What? <laughs> it's for the Disney Channel, what? but he's wearing like an Indiana Jones hat and he drives the vehicle. Oh, no. It's great. I, what does he have to do with Indiana Jones? I know nothing. Just Disney, strange... like throw you in the Disney park. Yeah, <laughs> Disney owns you. Disney owns you. That's yeah. how it works. So Disney was like, we want Harrison Ford or Sean Connery, and if we can't get either of them, <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, great. It's like who's gonna make. Six-year-olds excited for the Indiana Jones ride. <laughs> totally, exactly. Um, but I do think, too, all of this was kind of coming together. Obviously, it's, like, a little bit pre-internet. Um, but kids, like, were getting marketed to. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Nickelodeon was, like, exploding. Like, mm-hmm. the Disney Channel was a thing. Like, And so now it's like, hey, we've like, there have always been cute boys. Like, I'm literally staring at a poster of David Cassidy right now. But, like, 
he was just he could be in more places like you could see him on magazine yeah. covers you could see him on tv you could see him in the movies like he was there are angel every, fire websites happening <laughs> were angel i went to every single one of those at the time so <laughs> perfect right click save picture as good <laughs> save into homework folder <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he moves into into more serious roles, I guess, like uh, like Tom Sawyer when he was in Tom and Huck. Yeah, Brad Renfro, Man um, in the House. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, that's I right. missed Man in the House. He wears yeah. a tie as a bandana or whatever. Is that yeah. the one? He's crazy in that <laughs> movie. Crazy. Wait, Brad Renfro is Huck. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. R.I.P. I know. Uh, I love. He was him. in Ghost World. That happens to really? a lot of teen. Yeah. Weirdly. It also does. happened to a girl from now and then. Mm-hmm. Back to Devon Sawa. The girl that but, played Chrissy. Uh-huh. What? Really? Yeah. What? She OD'd. She had a, yeah, she had a drug problem. And Brandis, too. Brandis yeah. happened to. Oh. Man. Things got sad on this on this podcast. Okay, right here. but but <laughs> But some of them some of them don't that doesn't happen to, and no. they bounce right back. Yeah. So wait, you have here the voice of Pinocchio? Yeah. Th- I, okay, this is a movie I've not seen. This was something you'd go into Blockbuster and I'd see on the shelves and shake my head no. Mm-hmm. Like, no, not for me. But he was the <laughs> voice of Pinocchio and obviously the real boy when he becomes a real boy. Interesting. That's a real disturbing movie, I think. Pinocchio? Mm. Yeah. The wooden the the wooden Pinocchio is real disturbing. Yeah. Like the puppet when yeah. the movie is really disturbing. <sighs> Pinocchio in general is really the original Pinocchio is oh, really yeah. scary. That ride at Disney's kinda scary. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It's 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 a little much, um, but then aforementioned Wild America. It's like let's just get it's, a bunch of cute it's boys. It's his best work. <laughs> do, you, do you think that? Yes. Yeah. I mean, of the movies, yeah, I do like Tom and Huck. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Rachel Lee Cook is great. Yeah. But what? So why do you think it's his best work? Um, because I don't know. Everyone's cute in it. <laughs> is that a reason enough? I don't think that counts as why it's his best work. Also, but there's I'll like nature. It. He doesn't do much in it. That's the that was my yeah. problem at the time. You, you wanted, wanted more. You wanted I more. I wanted. It also, I just. I as like a little kid. I was like, "There's not. This is not what I expected it to be." Were you let down? I was. It was because oh. you watched the trailer That's too it. much. Yeah, you saw all the good parts. Yeah. in that yeah. two minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like shirt, shirtless Devin Sawa for like two seconds, and that's it. The rest oh. of it, they're just walking through the woods, taking movies of. They do bears walk a lot. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of walking. I think I like it because it's an adventure. You know. Yeah, but you're scared of stuff. Yeah, I like to live through film. <laughs> you're living vicariously yeah. through Devin Sawa and JTT. <laughs> Doesn't and, Jonathan Taylor Thompson like drive a plane through some geese or something? Or is that, that other is movie? Is that Fly Away that's Home? Fly Away Home. <laughs> a completely different movie. <laughs> that's a girl. That's yeah. <laughs> Not JTT at all. Um, but you can imagine it with the goggles and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Tim doing it's basically it. the same thing. Basically. <laughs> I will say his next role, I'm a fan of. I'll be home for Christmas. I love that. Underrated yeah, I love that. Christmas Underrated. movie. Underrated. Yeah. Wait, was it like an actual movie or was it on Lifetime? Actual movie. It's a TV it movie. A... It's a TV movie. I see. I think it's a TV oh. movie. TV for sure. TV movie. Right? I don't know if that came out in the in the big screen. I feel like it was a big screen, maybe limited release. Oh yeah, maybe <laughs> limited <laughs> to TV. <Yeah. laughs> or just limited to locale Indiana. They were like, well, we don't even have a theater. Yeah, okay. The art house theater showed it once. <laughs> Um, and all this time, right, he's still on Home Improvement. Like, yeah. Home Improvement goes he's until 98, I think. so much. Yeah. Did he get a, an education? I'm not sure. Well, doesn't he, he leaves he did. Home Improvement. Yeah. He left Home Improvement for a while. But he comes back. He left to go to college. That's right. Yes. But he broke into the indie films. 
with Speedway Junkie. I did not know this movie existed. Me neither. Um, you did, David. I have, I saw screen caps of it as a teenager, <laughs> but I did not ever see the actual movie. So Jesse Bradford is in it. They advertise it as Bring It On's Jesse Bradford. They do. Wow. Yeah. Bring It On's Jesse Bradford. What year was this? It's got so it had to have been like 2000. Uh, I think it's like 98. Yeah, it been 98, 99, eight, I think. Because Bring It On is like 99. Yeah. I think it's like right in that crossover because it's right at the end of, of Home Improvement. Um, but what is sort of controversial in this in this role is that he, first of all, he plays a prostitute. Mm-hmm. And he's bisexual. He's bisexual. Yeah. And so this was very, very, you know, out of the box for like being Randy on home improvement. And yet nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about it. Yep. Why? Was it, do you think was it just that bad of a movie? Or the Disney machine was just like covering it up? I, I don't know, know Tim Allen was kind of upset because the reason he left was to go to school, but he was doing these movies. Yeah. Yeah, so, he wasn't upset that so he was he playing like a bisexual prostitute. He was upset that he, he was, was like— probably well, we upset. I mean, he might have been a little bit honest. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you never know. But he was like, are you going to college or— Doing Speedway Junkie. Um, okay, so he now he's he's crept into movies a little bit, um, but he also he's still doing a lot more more voice work during the two thousands. Yeah, he was right? in Wild Thornberries. Who was he in Wild Thornberries? He was like a love interest, Tyler Tucker. Oh, the movie or the show? The show. Oh, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I mean it's kind of impressive actually. I feel like the more you dive into his IMDb page, you're like. Wow, he was the voice for that and that? Yeah. And then he just kind of died down mm-hmm. doing, like, Ally McBeal here, or, like, a Smallville. Did you guys ever— I, Eight Simple Rules. Did you oh. guys ever see Common Ground? No. Tell us everything. Common Ground, he plays a gay swimmer, and it was everything that I had ever wanted— <laughs> <laughs> out of a movie and, and for for him like if I had designed a movie if I had funded self-funded a movie, a movie. Uh-huh. directed it and written it uh, this is the movie I would have written so it. should we start a Kickstarter for <laughs> the sequel yeah. there's still Common Ground so wait he was a swimmer he's, a, he's a gay yeah it's like three vin- it's like three mini stories okay um, it's a Showtime movie three mini stories and they're each like about LGBT things uh-huh. and his one is He's like a gay college swimmer. This is interesting because this movie, Annie plays bisexual in Speedway Junkie, there are a lot of gay rumors. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's still not confirmed. Do you want to weigh in? Do you have any thoughts? My thought is that I think he and I, in a way, have grown up together. So I think that there's a chance, outside chance, that we will eventually meet Mm-hmm. And then we will fall in love. So right. I think that is your he, husband okay with this? Stephen understands. I think that <laughs> <laughs> like if you were to leave Stephen for for JTT, he'd be like, I get it. He would understand. Yeah, I mm-hmm. you know I think I would say you know this has been on the cards <laughs> since day one. Yeah, you right. Know, you mm-hmm. know, you always knew. Yeah, you knew, you know who who I coming was. into heartthrob trivia. Yeah, it's gonna happen. But he and I have been in love since we were eight. Yeah, you know so. Uh-huh. I know, and um, I feel like these these gay rumors have persisted, and it's one of those things, right, where it's like, if you're gay, it 
Like, it's okay, JTT. Yeah. Like, everyone, it's fine. doesn't matter. No, but it's I mean, gotta, you don't have to tell us. It no, doesn't matter. No, you don't have to tell us. First of all, good point. You don't have to tell us. Um, but also, I do think it's got to be kind of hard to grow up as, like, regardless if you're gay or straight, to grow up and be, like, this huge heartthrob, have, like, millions of, like, screaming girls and boys, like, ripping your clothes and, like, all that stuff. And I feel like you maybe just need a break. Yeah. Which I feel like is— Kind of what he's been doing, right? Um, I mean, today he's supposedly writing and directing things. It's really upsetting to know he's starred in and directed directed. episodes for Last Man Standing. Yes, which was reunited him with Tim Allen, which is so upsetting. His home improvement dad. (laughs) Yeah, and I I do feel like it was a sweeps stunt at first. Mm -hmm. Um, He like arrives, right? Yes, yeah, which would I think. What actually that's saying, right? So if they're doing this as like a sweeps stunt, the show is on Fridays. So really what they're trying to say is like women who are be- between the ages of like 28 and 40, probably at home on a Friday night because they're now like moms. But remember, JTT, like we're, we're going to cash yeah. in huge on the show because he's, he's back and people want to see him. I've seen a few episodes of that. And— Tim Allen's like subtle pro Trump jokes. Mm-hmm. Like, JTT, what are you doing? Yeah. Don't G- get involved. JTT. Yeah, go do something else. It's not. Direct something else. There, G- isn't there a horrible joke in that too where it's like JTT enters and then Tim Allen's like, you look familiar yes. to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then everyone goes, woo. Because it's in front of a classic. Yeah, totally. Um, But it does seem like he has at least maintained— Well, I mean, obviously he's maintained some sort of relationship with Tim Allen, but also with Zachary Ty Bryant, right? Yeah. They're supposedly working on a TV project together. I mean, I'm in. Get as far away as possible. (laughs) JTT, get out. Um, Do your own stuff. We were looking at uh, Zachary's Instagram the other day. He's like— got some sweet tats. He's just like a beefy dad. He is a beefy dad. Little Joey Lawrence-esque beefy mm-hmm. dad. Like a lot of like, um, are we talking like He has no, no barbed wire. No. Yeah, there's yeah, like there's some sort couple. of medallion in the underarm. <laughs> that shimmers. Yeah. The old <laughs> shimmering underarm <laughs> tattoo. Yes. No barbed wire. It's not that no bad. Um, so what would you like to see from JTT if he decided to come back into the limelight? Um, I think I'd like to, I would like to see him act more. I know he wants to direct, mm-hmm. but I I would like to see a little more JTT, you know? I feel like I, don't, I haven't seen him in a while, don't know where he is, want to see what he's up to. I mean, that's a good segue. I mean, we tried. We tried, guys. We tried <laughs> together. However, I will say we're terrible detectives. So we knew that David was going to come on the episode. Natalie, you, how did you know this information? You know, I just hear things. She's got her ear to the ground. Through the grapevine. We heard that there is a bar in Los Angeles. They do karaoke every Tuesday night and that JTT goes and he sings. I heard he does not sing. Oh, you heard he just watches. Okay. He's he's watching and waiting for someone to love. (laughs) He's a a karaoke (laughs) voyeur. So (laughs) we went to investigate Mm -hmm. this past Tuesday. And it ended up just being us in a booth. In the other room. (laughs) 
Yeah. I think I checked once. I to checked, see if he had ended. I checked twice. I checked okay, twice good. too. But real like I like stood up on my toes and was like, oh, there's a lot of people in there and he's kinda short. And that was like the only investigation. Yeah, that I, I did. just kinda walked through and like, look at a face, look at a face. Nope. Turned around. <laughs> you like You were like doing that Jason Bourne thing. <laughs> Like scoping the room. Look at a face. Look at a face. But you also heard, right, that if anybody sings, I just can't wait to be king or anything from the Lion King, King, he goes outside and smokes a cigarette. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That would be my chance. Yeah. When he goes outside to smoke Mm -hmm. a cigarette. Then I'll pretend also to be a cigarette smoker. uh And then we'll say, can I have a light? And then. That's your busy beginning moment right there. Then we're married. I mean, I am committed. I plan on going again. To, yeah, to confirm. I know we were just having too much fun. It was it was yeah, the we wrong situation. Way too much fun. Yeah, but it was. I want to know. I want to see him. There was one magical day in 2013 that we all wish we were there for. Oh yeah, during our clip search, I found a TMZ video where they saw JTT leaving the Arclight Theater in oh, Hollywood. I've mm-hmm. been there. Yeah, so have I. I can walk there. <laughs> but not only that, the same day in 2013, they see Jason Priestley and Luke Perry together at the Arclight. What? Were they all there at the same time? It, JTT was there at a different time, I think. Okay. But can you imagine? No. Amazing. I would have lost my mind. Imagine working at the Arclight there. You just... That Those day, you see celebrities song. every day mm-hmm. at Darklight. But it kind of gave me idea, an idea that we should have a heartthrob convention. Because what are a lot of them doing? I think that's a great idea. Like, w- honestly, like, I know Devin Sawa is going to be on, like, a new TV show or whatever, and he's done some things, too. But, like— He's working. He's, I mean, he's working, but, like, w- if we could get these people, like, 10 grand or something, yeah, I'd show up. You know who you can get? Zachary Ty Bryan, probably. For sure. Yeah, we could definitely a sandwich. Get, we could try to get like a home <laughs> a improvement sandwich. reunion panel. Ooh. That would be amazing. Or yeah. like somebody else, whatever. We could definitely get like like a rider strong, I'm sure. Yeah. You could get him. Yeah. We could get a Lawrence. We could for sure you could get, get a the Lawrence. youngest Lawrence, probably, right? Andrew. Andrew. He's not doing yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've talked about him. <laughs> <laughs> we feel bad, but no, we like him, though. Yeah, we love him. Yeah, I feel like that's a really great idea, Natalie. Yeah, I'll we work on it. That. There okay. are romance novel conventions, so I don't see yeah. why this can't exist. People would lose their mind. Who's your headliner? Ooh. I mean, if you can get JTT, JTT you would yeah, be you have to. Yeah. If you can get JTT. So that's a good, that's a good thing. How do you think he feels about his sort of like heartthrob status or like, do you think he like, like, do you think he's kind of disappeared because he's over it or he just wants to be taken more seriously and he's trying to like recraft his image? Like, what do you think? I think a little of both. Yeah? Yeah. That's it? That's all you got for me? Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, especially if the gay rumors are true, he wants to escape all the female fans (laughs) because we're crazy. Do you think it's better to stay in L.A. or to, like, go somewhere else? Because it's like, is L.A. then so much? Like, people are like, oh, my God, if you see JTT at think, Ralph's or something. I think we would move wherever wherever <laughs> his job was or wherever <laughs> work took him. Or uh-huh. I, I think I'd move wherever. I mean, that's what a healthy relationship does. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to stay in L.A. ideally, but I'm happy to move. <laughs> you go on location <laughs> wherever, wherever yeah, he's going to uh, be. Yeah. 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 Um, Sell merch. So I have seen some recent photos of him. Um, obviously, we've talked about this before. Back in the day, babe, number one. We didn't actually talk about, did you like his hair better when it was like the sort of longer mullet kind of thing or more when it was like the short, spiky, late 90s, early 2000s? 
Or there's kind of like a bowl almost oh, situation. Oh, yeah, when he's little. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe spiky. I don't know. I second spiky. Yeah. yeah. He looks he looks good in those sort of later episodes. The longer hair looks like an extension piece. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yeah, because it's like a shelf. Yeah. yeah. And we talked about this before. Like, I always felt like JTT was a little smug. Um, but it could just be... Like a little Randy in him, and I was like, I got it for sure, but I was—he wasn't my number one back in the day. Um, I was more of like a Brad Renfro, Luke Perry, Will Friedle kind of girl. I see it. Um, Okay, so do you think that he has maintained his his babe status? No. No. I mean, do I think he's still— Dave Dave is about to flip this table. (laughs) Do I think he's still cute and handsome? Yes. Uh But I don't know. I feel like when you have that babe status, you're still around. You know? People are still seeing you. You think, like, your persona is elevating the babe. I get it. Interesting. Interesting. That's very interesting. So you could you could be smoking hot, but sitting on your couch and like no one knows. Yeah, you're like not as a babe. soon as he comes into this room to pick up David, <laughs> I'll be like, oh, the lunch. babe status is yeah. still here. It's still <laughs> here. What do you think? I think for sure, definitely. Yeah, I mean, he's your husband, so you have to you yeah, have to talk I about think, it. I think I think for sure. I think if if anything, I think he gets more handsome. He's got glasses now. I'm yeah. into it. Yeah, yeah. You also have glasses, so. Yeah, it's but yeah, great. it's true. I mean, we are similar. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, no one would say that we're not. <laughs> um, okay, I think that I think that's all I got. Yeah. I he was the number one by far, right? No, who could even compete with him? Yeah. Did anybody else hold a candle? That in adorable the 90s? raspy voice. Oh yeah, we didn't oh. talk enough about that. So good. That's why you got voice work. Yeah. I will say it's a little touch, it's a touch awkward towards the end of um, Home Improvement when Zachary Ty Bryan, who I think is like 6'4", or he's very tall. And, and JTT's not, he's not that tall. He's like 5'5". Five five. Yeah. That's good though for TV because he's the same, you know, with the sets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want a giant walking around. You don't want to raise all the... Yeah, you know, that's cabinets true. and stuff that's to make true. sure that it looks Maybe normal. Maybe it's weird because Zachary Tyburn is so tall. And so, so it's his fault. It's his tall. fault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Too big. Too Nothing's big. ever <laughs> JTT's fault. I agree. That's no. true. Um, all right. So do we have any do we have any p- final words on JTT before we wrap up this episode? I guess just if he does listen to this and wants to contact me? Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, pimp yourself out, please. Yeah. I mean, not oh. like that. That wasn't what I meant. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. that and like, if you have anything to plug, yeah. go for it. Thank you. Better, better way of I saying that. I don't really have anything to plug. I mean, other than. Can people find you like on the internet? Yeah. yeah. I have like Twitter. It's just uh, David Smithyman at David Smithyman. That's me. That's you? Yeah. Um, That's bit. I'm not really doing. I'm just, you know. You're on hiatus. You're living. I'm behind us right now. Yeah. Maybe what am I going to do? You know? A one-man show? No way. You can always come back on our show. <laughs> yeah, you can come every single week if you want. Um, where can they find us, Natalie? Um, always got to think about this. I know. I always put you on Fangirl Fridays podcast on Instagram. Uh-huh. That's where you'll find the Joey Lawrence Disney Magazine yeah. photo that we'll post. Um, you can email us at hellofangirls at gmail.com. Our Twitter is FGF Podcast. Oh, and shout out to Hello Giggles. We got featured in an article about lady-hosted podcasts that you need to listen to. Yeah. So if you're new, hi. Guys, say hello. hi to us. It's so lovely to, it's so lovely to meet you. Um, I love, though, that we were listed on this on this list with, like, 
<laughs> Lena Dunham. Like, she's, like, talking about, like, feminism and, like, saving the world. And, like, and we're two like, dope queens are so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, um, you know, but sometimes oh, it's, fun. it's much like the Great Bake Off, right? You need... You need to forget. Called the Great British Baking yeah. Show. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. a different one, I think. You got it wrong. I got it wrong. I was trying to wax poetic and say that you need a break, and so you need to talk about JTT's mullet, and then I screwed it up. Um, but, guys, thank you, as always, for listening. If you want to leave us a review or tell a friend, we love that. So, David, thank you so much for, thank you. for joining so us. Fun. Thank you. Um, and until next Friday, guys. Bye. Bye. Oh,